0: and welcome back to another episode of Green Jeans. I'm your one co-host Annika Van Rossum joined by my other co-host Maya Van Rossum and if you couldn't tell by our names we are in fact related and we are a mother-daughter activist duo and what our podcast focuses on is important social and environmental justice issues through a generational lens because many of the things that my generation is working to solve are things that my mom's generation has been raising alarm bells about, and is still working to solve decades later. Um, Yeah, so that's what this is about. Um, And before we get into today's episode, Mom, do you want to talk about something really fun that happened this week?
1: Oh, Annika, it was really exciting. Um, You know, I think people have heard us talk on this show before about uh, the Delaware River's genetically unique population of Atlantic sturgeon. Right, it's a population that because of the actions and activities of government and industry has brought our population down to perilously low levels. So there are only 250 spawning adults left of the genetically unique population of Atlantic sturgeon that live only in the Delaware River. I mean, we are so close to extinction. And it was really great fun working with you and other members of the Delaware River Keeper Network team, um, folks from Water Spirit and Food and Water Watch, as well as the Lenape people of the region, and just other activists as, as well as is it the Westfield Friends School? Mm-hmm. And the students at Westfield Friends School and also some students at Radnor High School. Anyway, we all came together and we planned this really powerful action to raise up the plight of the Atlantic Sturgeon. And it was, for those who are not aware of it or just listening, it was a funeral procession for the Sturgeon. And we had... 250 handmade sturgeon made by the students at Westfield Friends School on this wonderful, beautiful banner representing the 250 sturgeon that are alive. 180,000 dead sturgeon. There were printed sturgeon cards with a little information on the back representing about half. It's really only a fraction of what the historic population was. The historic population was actually about 350,000 but we we couldn't have done managed more than 180,000. That was a lot of boxes. How many boxes was that, Annika, do you know?
0: I feel like that was at least like 20 or so boxes. If not It was more. 20.
1: Yeah. It was a lot. And then the students at Radnor made a casket, a black casket that said save the Delaware River Atlantic sturgeon and we um, began our funeral procession. Oh, and we had, and this, the casket was carried by four individuals, each wearing a sign saying what agency they were from, Delaware River Basin Commission, US EPA, Army Corps of Engineers, or the National Marine Fisheries Service. And they were all carrying the casket because they are the primary agencies right now that are rendering decisions that are just sacrificing the sturgeon to their extinction status. And each of the um, agency pallbearers uh, had blinders on to represent, of course, the fact that they are acting blindly with the ram- with regards to the ramifications of their actions and decisions. They're not really being blind. They know what they're doing. They're just choosing to do it. But that, that was the representation. And so we had some speakers and then we did this powerful funeral procession around um, Philadelphia City Hall. Because the Army Corps of Engineer Offices are right there. And then we came back, and we had some more speakers. And we had um, Native American leaders. We had um, two um, faith leaders, two faith leaders. We had uh, a couple of young people. One of them was you, and another was this amazing eleven year old girl. Heidi Gaynor Jacobs, who spoke very powerfully, um, and just other individuals who were there and said, I want to speak, I want to speak for the surgeon, and it was just and then um, Annika you had selected this really great ominous music that we pulled with us on the procession and so as we were as we were processing around city hall, very solemnly. Oh, we had some big pinata sturgeon, Atlantic sturgeon. So we had some big represent, well, relatively big representations of the Atlantic sturgeon and this ominous music. And then Annika on on the, what's it called? Megaphone. On the megaphone did a, did a, a call and response, you know, the sturgeon are dying. And then the people responded, not on our watch. Uh, And everybody was dressed in black and we had, it was amazing.
0: I thought it went really well. It was actually, I think at first, because I was not anticipating all of the like holiday stuff to be set up already at city hall. So I remember when we arrived and I was like, oh my gosh, we didn't plan for this. And I was like, how is, luckily you were, I knew you were going to be leading, but I was like, how is mom going to navigate through? And we're going to have this creepy funeral amongst like all these bright colored lights and fake giant ornaments so it was kind of funny actually to see the juxtaposition but it was I think it made us stand out even more and it was actually really cool being on the megaphone because I had to move around a lot because I wasn't trying to like blast it in anybody in our procession's ear um and I could just see so many of like people in the public that were just like and (laughs) the times I stopped and you could just hear the music playing and I think a lot of people in the public were like, "What is going on?" And I thought it was really cool. yeah, I
1: think it's it's, you know, we've planned a lot of actions over the years, but I think that this is really one of the best. And uh, and again, it, and as with any good action, it was really a collaboration, right? Like one good idea led to another good idea to another good idea, or it was like one bad idea led to another good idea, right? Originally, we were going to we were gonna have our printed 180,000 printed Atlantic sturgeon just loose in wheelbarrows. Well, what if it rained or what if the wind blew? And of course, then don't those sturgeon become useless? So we ended up keeping them in the boxes and then there was the idea to put them in a big like compostable trash bag. But then it was like, well, but if we're going to have all these boxes, though, we'll, that's not good. So then we came up with the idea of covering it with black cloth and just pay the boxes with black cloth and then gluing some of the dead sturgeon onto the black cloth. Representational, of course. But so it was like representational of a pile of dead sturgeon. And then we had a big pile of boxes covered in that black cloth next to the speakers. So it was like this huge pile of dead sturgeon. It was really, it was, and again, good idea to good idea. Bad idea became a good idea. Dumb idea got rejected, replaced with a better idea. So I'm really, um, it was a, I think it was very powerful action. I
0: think, I think it was great. I think it was a very good theatrics. And I have to say the photos I've seen of our four pallbearers, um, they actually, (laughs) Really scary, in yeah. my opinion. I think they did a great job. So I'm really proud of them, too.
1: They did a great job. And Anika, you already have a great idea for our next action. Do you want to give people a little hint about your idea, what we're going to
0: do in the spring? Oh, yeah. So um we're planning for a baby shower for the newborn sturgeon, hopefully, that hopefully these agencies do the right thing and make good decisions so we can have even more. Um, but Well, I will just say, because of course, our details still have to be worked out. We're definitely not going to plan it to be a stereotypical, super joyous baby shower. I think we'll have another interesting element to it like we did with this one. Um, So people should definitely be on the lookout for that because we're already going to start planning it. And I just have to say, it was really supposed to rain and be a really bad day on Wednesday. And I thought it was going to be cold and awful. And I was really worried. And I think that mother nature really came through and knew how important it was. And it was not that cold. Like it was cold, but it wasn't as cold as I thought there was no rain and the sun was actually out. So.
1: Yeah, it was, it was great. It was great. It was great. It was great. And so for anybody who's inspired by this or intrigued or wants to learn more, if you go to dinointhedelaware.org, dino 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 in the delaware.org there's a petition there that you can sign we're trying to get massive petition signatures to get these agencies to turn around their bad behavior um there are some critical good things that they could be doing so that's what this petition is all about and um you can learn about the sturgeon and you can learn about other future actions right and you know this this is the delaware rivers population of atlantic sturgeon but if this genetically unique population goes away it's going to affect it's going to reverberate through Through the, you know, through the entire species, because as soon as you remove like some of that genetic material that genetic line, it has reverberating impacts and of course if our agencies get away with sacrificing. This population of Atlantic surgeon, you know, then what's to stop them from sacrificing the other population of animals that live in your area that really intrigue you, that really enrich your life, that you really care about, or that you never think about, but fat, but frankly, they do good things for you, because maybe they're the source of some, you know, inspiration for a, a, a necessary medicine or something else. So, you know, helping us Stand for the Atlantic Surgeon helps us stand for all species and all the actions that have to be taken to protect the Atlantic Surgeon of the Delaware River ultimately will benefit people. It's about addressing fossil fuels and industrial discharges and inappropriate liquefied natural gas exports and and much, much more. So um, helping the surgeon helps all of us. So dinointhedelaware.org is a way to get involved. And Annika, this is a perfect lead in. To today's topic. Because yeah. do you know what the lead in? Do you know what I'm about to you say? Go
0: for it. You go for it.
1: I go for it. Because the Atlantic Sturgeon of the Delaware River is one of the stories in the Green Amendment book. The Green Amendment, The People's Fight for a Clean, Safe, and Healthy Environment. And we are now going into time of the year when a lot of people a lot of different cultures, a lot of, for a lot of different reasons, people are thinking about gift giving. And so we were going to talk about really great environmentally friendly ways to engage in gift giving. Giving a gift of the Green Amendment book is one, just one great gift that you can give to advance environmental protection, inspire your friends, and, you know, give a great gift. I there you word. go. That's the first gift of our great gift giving idea show.
0: I agree. I think Franny, if you have any bookworms in your family, if definitely if you have any new um, students or graduates who are interested in the field of environmental work or activism, or really like community activism, I think it's a good gift. Because again, it's a book of stories and just simply how the Green Amendment plays into changing people's lives. So I think
1: it's a good one it's and it's inspirational right it, it gives us a positive powerful pathway forward that everybody can be involved in and i i think the other this is another great lead-in because annika one of the things that you and i had talked about focusing on first before talking about specific gift ideas were where to find good gifts um because where you buy your gifts can be just as impactful in a positive way or a negative way as The kinds of gifts that you actually give. The Green Amendment book um, is available from the organization Green Amendments for the Generations. And all the proceeds from that book go back into the environmental protection work of the organization. So that's one idea. If you're looking for a good gift idea that you want to get double duty out of, right? You give, get a good gift, but you also support some good environmental protection in your community, in your region, in our world. Do some checking around at environmental organizations and see what they have to offer in their online stores. A lot of really interesting stuff to be found there. And generally, the proceeds go back to support that organization. So that's one pathway to look for good gifts.
0: Yeah. And then definitely um, another one, if I know some people Online shopping sometimes can be easier, especially um, if you're coming down to the to the wire. Um, And I know some of my friends even I know um, are pretty much planning to isolate right before the holidays because they'd like to be able to see their family and not um, risk getting sick or anything. So they'll be doing some online shopping. Um, And so Etsy is like a really popular place. I know for a lot of people because you really do get that um, local artist from afar. Um you can do it from afar, but also which uh, mom will talk about in the in the next other option, but supporting your local artists is really great. And in Etsy, you can set the settings to make sure you're only buying from people in the United States or make sure or checking that you're only buying from people within your state or your region. Um, and you can still pick smaller sellers. So if you are needing to do things online or that's how you're finding that one thing, Etsy is a good place to support local and small businesses.
1: And the thing about Etsy, Annika, is I have to admit, when you first started telling me that you were shopping on Etsy, I was like, what? Um, But it really is a great place for a lot of things. One of the things that Annika and I have done in the past is um, bought really cool t-shirts, right, with great messages or great visuals for her bonus dad, my husband, for our son, for our family members, you know, so you can get things like t-shirts. But I also have this really great item that i found it's a facial oil that i just love it um and it's it's called by lila that's the that's the etsy site i think it's by lila aromatherapy i found this oil in a in a when we were a cra- at a craft show at one point and i just I bought two bottles because i was you know wanted to be supportive i was intrigued I love it so much. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how do I get more of this oil? It was on Etsy. So the point is, is t-shirts to facial oils, right? There's a lot of, there's a lot of variety there. Um, But the other way, as you said, you know is really supporting local artists is really important. You wanna make sure that your money goes right back into the person who created the fabulous gift that you just bought no better way than to buy it from the creator. Um, So Dave and I made a commitment about three years ago. We said, you know what? We're gonna do all of our holiday shopping, well, all of it, as much as we can by purchasing directly from the artist or the creator of that item. So we've been seeking out every year craft shows. I've always enjoyed a craft show here or there, but we've now started making a point of finding all the craft shows in our region and going and buying um, our gifts from craft shows so we're giving the monies directly to the crafters and so many interesting things that you can find there um pottery clothing jewelry handbags kitchen you know cutting boards and and wooden made things for the kitchen it's really cool and these are gifts people are really treasure and they're not going to find them out and about so you're giving something really special to somebody when you buy it at, at a local craft show
0: i would also like to on the on the quick note of local kill too really tiny also if you know somebody in your life that does any sort of thing it's okay to ask if they would make something for you to give to somebody i actually and i thought of this because i just had a friend of mine who asked me if i would knit a beanie for her to give to her grandmother she wanted she didn't want to buy a mass produced one but she wanted to talk to somebody about the design whatever and so I'm making it for her and she was very kind and was like I will pay you for your time and the compromise I made was you don't have to pay me for your time but just you order the yarn and the needles that I need and send it to me and I'll make it and that's no problem. So just also another thought for people if you can't find crafters but you know people you know even just offering to pay for the materials um can be really easy.
1: Yeah. And on that note, you know what, also be mindful of what people in your circle of life do. Um, You know, if you have somebody in your circle of life that works for or runs a nonprofit organization, make a point of buying one of the items from their gift shop or give a donation as a gift, right? You can often buy a membership as a gift. For somebody, do it to the organization of somebody who's your in in your circle of life. They'll really appreciate it. Even if you know you're an environmentalist, but their nonprofit deal you know helps kids with cancer, donate to the kids with cancer nonprofit. Your environmental you know your environmental soul will feel really good about supporting a cause that somebody, your family member or friend, really like. It it, because it is kind of you know kind of hurts when you when you run or work at a nonprofit and all the people around you you know they 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 buy a gift membership in this or that or give this kind of crappy this or plastic that and they never think that oh you know i could have bought this this t-shirt from that organization or done a gift membership and that person in my circle of life would have really appreciated that or if, if somebody in your circle of life has a business, right? Like we have Mary Pat Tomei that we had on, on this event who sells the honey, honey, honeymoon, honey, honey, the moon, honey, over the, the moon. moon, honey, the moon, honey, fabulous, fabulous organic honey or pesticide side free honey. We had a whole show on it. Really great. I love buying her honey as a gift. And you know how much she appreciates that? Or I have another friend, Ann Martin, who does massages, giving a gift of a massage from, you know, that you buy from one friend to give to a family member. The people in your circle of life will really appreciate it. So be mindful. I think that that's the point of this segment going to be mindful of what you're buying, not only what you're buying, but where you're buying it. Mm Well,
0: so I think on. The note of being mindful and rolling into what kind of ideas people can get so as it's probably no surprise we are a big eco family we have many a reusable and oddball and odd end whatever kind of concept do you want to think of eco-friendly we probably have done it or have it um and so when you and i have been talking about gifts for people and something um that you made a point to is When you go visit your friends or you go visit your family to look in their home and what are they using that's throwaway or not reusable, or maybe you know of a better option. So for me, as a young person who now I have a lot of friends who are um, embarking on new relationships, moving into new homes, their own spaces, yada, yada, there's a lot of things that I realize that are very obvious to me that there is a reusable option. And to my friends, they would not know, but for me buying them that reusable option. um, So a big example is many of my friends, the thing that I have recently bought um, and you can find these everywhere and they're all under different names is reusable paper towels. And the ones I find are cool because you can, I mean, you could do it with a lot of them, but these ones are made so you can like lay them in a line and then roll them up. And so, and then you can put them like on the paper towel roll or in a drawer. And so a lot of my friends are like, oh, I never thought about this. Um, and I think it's also good and it helps people save money rather than buying new paper towels all the time also.
1: And our version of that in our house is, it's called a dukia, and That's a Dutch word for it. And it's, it's a square piece of cloth that is used over and over and over again to wipe down cl- counters, to clean up spills, to do all kinds of things. And then once you've used it a couple of times, you put it in the washing machine, you wash it, and you can reuse. So um, you know it's 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 not quite a reusable um paper towel. Um, it's a little bit different, right? but it is a, a. it's not a washcloth. It's a meant for the kitchen to wipe things up and clean it. Like I said, in in Holland, it's called a dukkie. I don't know what it's called in America, but look for that kind of thing. And people do like it. As you said, it saves them money. And people appreciate the opportunity to do things differently and better. And frankly, you can clean up spills much better with a reusable cloth that you can rinse and wring out than you know, gobs of paper towel that you use and then just throw in the trash. And by the way, you shouldn't be throwing them in the trash. If you use brown paper pallet towels, put them in your compost bin. So that's another
0: which is another good gift idea, um, is that we just, we just put our compost in like whatever, free, uh, like a throwaway container, or like a plate on our, our counter. Um, but some people don't really like to have food out so you can always buy, they're like kind of like, you can get them in all different sizes, but a a tabletop compost container that people can put their food in, their food waste in, um so that they don't have to run it out every side if they do have a composter or that they can, you know, do a little bit of composting if they live in an apartment or somewhere that they can't get rid of. Um, I don't know, I would just like type in like tabletop compost container and you'll find something very nice, very stylish. And they have, um, it's like a charcoal filter at the top. So another good thing if you'd like to do a concept is maybe buy somebody some of those extra filters with it. Um, But so it doesn't smell on the counter if some, I know some people are worried about that. Yeah.
1: The other thing that, and and I think people are more mindful of this, they're more aware of it, but don't think about it as a great gift, which it is. If you have, thinking about food, if you have somebody who eats out a lot um, or likes to pick up that soda from, I don't know, the fast food place or order whatever from whatever takeout place, reusable straws and reusable cutlery. So you can avoid the throwaway straw and the throwaway cutlery. Um, is that is a great gift for anybody who is being mindful of the environment. Um, and there are a lot of options, so the reusable cutlery often you can get it in like a bamboo in little cases sometimes people can. They it comes in metal I mean, they're just type in reusable cutlery like you said, you will find so many different kinds of options and for the straws, you can buy a metal straw you could buy a plastic straw that can be reused not a throwaway plastic straw one of hard plastic, you can buy something like a final straw. Where it's a straw that actually folds up into a little container. Um, and that's a really great option. I think final straw has also created some some um, sporks, right? Like foldable cutlery. Um, and they, they also have a um, a smoothie straw, right? Cause smoothies tend to be thicker and that, that straw is a little bit bigger. So reusable straws, reusable cutlery is a really great gift for somebody who eats out a lot, orders in a lot eats um you know and i don't mean eats out at a restaurant but you know like grab and go kind of food so that's a really good one too that to to think about in addition to the basics like a reusable coffee cup a reusable water cup um and reusable bags to carry everything in of course
0: i think also on that note something that pops in my brain that i have invested in several for myself um but realizing it could make a great gift is there's a lot of um keep it cold, portable, metal, um, like cocktail containers. And like, you can find them everywhere. Like you can use them for coffee. You can use them for there. Like there's ones that get very specific to like, this is for champagne, this is for scotch. This is for wine. There's some that are more generic and there's like so many different companies that one can get them from. And like me and my friends have them all. Um, But I was thinking about this because I have them for myself. Um, just because I think they're really cool and in law school it was a I think one of the things in law school was my friends and I would do um, a walk and a drink with us when we would go just walking along the streets of Vermont in the woods and it was just nice to talk and have this container but the other thing I would use it for is a lot of my friends when they have big events and it's alcohol related one They usually just put out throwaway cups. And then I have to be the one that's like, could you please tell me where your washable things are? And sometimes it's a whole like, well, Annika, I don't want to wash it. And then I'm like, it's fine, I'll wash it. But sometimes like if you're a little bit more uncomfortable or maybe it's somebody else's house or like you do worry that you'll forget to wash it or frankly, like with alcohol, like you are afraid you will drop a glass. These are like really great metal containers that you're just going to take with you. And if you drop it, it doesn't break anyways. Um, And there's so many different kinds, so many different types and like whatever you want. Um, But so I always bring it to my friends' houses now when they invite me over for drinks because one, I don't have to worry about the throwaway cup. I don't have to feel bad about bugging them for one that they may have to wash or that I would forget to wash. And I don't have to worry about having a drink too many and dropping it and breaking it
1: you know you just made me think about another kind of idea it's like a, a putting together of things um for somebody who has to travel a lot which i've been doing quite a bit of for the book and so you know i find myself in hotel rooms so what i do what i have and i'm just thinking oh somebody could make this as a kit for people so you've given me a reusable coffee cup that's like coffee or wine so it's like shorter mm-hmm. and stouter it's not like a tall 16 ounce cup but it's like sh- shorter and um, what I do is I pack that with a little teaspoon with um a little container of instant coffee with a little container of non-dairy creamer powder with a little container of I use stevia for my sweetener, And so I have, I have this, it's really just a bag with these little containers of these various items. And then that coffee cup, um, that you gave for me. And when I, in the morning, you know, when you go to a hotel and they have the, um, the little coffee machine and it's plastic packets of 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 the coffee and the creamer and the whatever and then when you open it there's a plastic straw and there's a plastic this and you have to put it in the paper cup that's there so it's a lot of waste me i don't what i do is i use their little coffee making machine as the thing to heat up my water And I have it flow into the reusable cup that you gave me to which I have added all of my ingredients. So I make myself a nice hot cup of coffee or three in my hotel room every morning, and I'm not creating all that waste. So that's an idea like that's also a kind of idea when you're being mindful of things that somebody is doing in their life, you can put together a combination of things that um, one is better for the earth but i know for me i find this much more convenient i much prefer my instant coffee to whatever kind of crap they have in the hotel um i like to have my stevia i don't want their sugar or their you know whatever their their fake sweet i like so that's another kind of thing that you can do is be mindful of what somebody's doing in their life and see if you can make a little kit for them that um helps address or solve a problem they might have.